Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, waiting, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids in my heart, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today's podcast episode will be the first of a couple uh, over the next few days that are dedicated to Mother's Day. I have some different thoughts um, that I really want to share. So for today, uh, May 5th, 2022, I'm going to go ahead and read in a piece that I wrote about Mother's Day seven years ago. So on May 10th, 2015, um, I put together a little, uh, just a little thing that I wrote called Healing Path Thoughts on Mother's Day. So we're going to kick off the next couple of um, podcast episodes focused on Mother's Day and going back a couple years to what I was thinking about seven years ago. So this is entitled Healing Path Thoughts Again, Mother's Day, and it's May 10th, 2015. Well, it's Mother's Day, and I'm wondering, how many other moms today are missing their children like I am? And likewise, how many children are missing their moms? In a world where families are separated by so many circumstances, there are many among us who are not gathering today with children or moms for brunch and flowers. But for women who are, my prayer is that you truly absorb the miracle of having three generations at your table today. If we are not in that category, how do we brave Mother's Day without our children? Although I lost my daughter Alexis and my son Emmanuel, I still have and enjoy my living son, Zach, and can spend the day with him. I suppose he validates my mother, quote-unquote, role as a current one. But if Zach is to predecease me at some future time, will I still feel as though future Mother's Days apply to me? And for women who have given their blood, sweat, tears, and prayers to advance science in the face of an inability to conceive a child, how do they face the day? Even if they can celebrate their own mom, is it just an annual reminder that they dreamt an impossible dream? Or if they miscarried a pregnancy, do they feel misplaced each time we celebrate Mother's Day? I'm so blessed 
to still have my own mom in my life. In her early 70s, she still finds new ways to support my life and expand her own. But many moms have been removed from their children at younger ages through illness or circumstance. How are those daughters and sons who do not have their moms with them to participate in this event? What chords of grief are stricken for them every year in early May when we are mandated to recognize and celebrate our mothers? What feelings are evoked in the hearts of adopted children, perhaps never having known their biological moms and having unspoken conversations linger in their minds, what they would say if they could. As I break bread today with my mom and my 15-year-old son, who will have his brunch through his lifelong feeding tube, I am overwhelmed with gratitude. I will light candles for my daughter Alexis and my son Emmanuel, as I often do when I crave a tangible representation of their spirits at my table. I will focus on my intention of being present for all the ways I'm loved today. I will sharpen my awareness to the conversations, the smiles, the smells of the food, and the way I've been taught that love is our birthright, whether received through biological moms or others who see our light. I will also hold gently the hearts of those who are also without their children or their moms today. I will ask God to bring grace to their days today. I will recognize that we all experience losses and have ideas about ways in which we think our lives would be better if they were different. I will pray for them to find love in unsuspecting places and for there to be peace in places that may still have jagged edges. I say a special prayer for those who longed for motherhood but never experienced the miracle of life to come through them. I will pray for all of us to trust God and to know that we are all connected on Mother's Day and every day. Thank you for the time and space to share these thoughts. And I've signed this uh, piece humbly, comma, and then my name, Lisa. So thanks for checking out this episode of The Healing Path. And I thought, yeah, it's a really good time to talk about mothers and loss and life and all of the things that Mother's Day can evoke for us. Um, I do remember writing this. I can see how my writing style has changed just a little bit over the last seven years, but I, I was feeling, um, I know I was feeling really grateful when I wrote that piece as I, as I still do. And of course, as if you listen or read along, you know that Zach is still thriving at 20. He's about to turn 23. So, you know, I'm absolutely floored by the fact that his body is still working and supporting his spirit and his light. Um, but motherhood is so tricky. I remember when my daughter died the day after the funeral, I remember sitting on the floor in the living room with, I don't know, there were still people there from who had traveled in for services and 
whatever else. And I, I remember sitting there and all I could think, I could hear people talking. I wasn't really sure what was being said. Um, it was kind of more like the, you know, the old peanuts joke, like, wah, 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 wah. yep, not noticing really what the words were. All I could think about was Mother's Day. And it was the weirdest. It was just like, who am I without my children? This was before Zach was born. So that's one of the reasons I think that poignant question came out in the piece that I wrote, which is, so Zach predeceases me, which by all accounts, that's very possible. Um, then what happens, right, on Mother's Day? And I know when I lost Alexis, I just thought, oh, what am I going to do now? Am I a mother? Am I not a mother? Do I celebrate? Do I not celebrate? I know that there are countless women in the same situation, and some of whom aren't um, lucky enough or blessed enough to still have a living child. And if you have ever had life inside of you, whether you miscarried or you um, delivered a baby who did well or who's doing well, um, it's it doesn't matter what happened after that little life started. So in other words, if there was a miscarriage, if um, the child was born and lived and died, like so many of our children, whether through accident or illness um, or just unfortunate circumstance, I just want to share my position, my belief. It's not a position. It's not politics we're talking here. My belief is this, that once life exists inside our own, we're moms. We are mothers, true and true, until the end. And it doesn't matter if the person or the child is no longer here. And for those of you whose children are all living and you haven't had to endure a miscarriage or burying a child, I am so grateful to know that there are some of you out there and it's it's wonderful. I mean, it's a wonderful thing if you don't know and aren't familiar with some of the painful things I'm kind of touching on here. So I guess what I want to do is just invite women at our very core to just join in on this Mother's Day and just embrace what it means to have had life inside us. And even if we were trying to conceive and we're never able to, it's still, there's still something sacred there. There was still life trying to come through us. So if we had a miscarriage or maybe we never were able to even have establish a pregnancy, I still feel that we can honor the light that was really kind of shining on those moments when we felt strong and pulled toward being moms. And, um, I just, I, I think this is a day that should celebrate life and not make us feel awkward or less than, or like we have to grieve even harder when our kids have predeceased us. And it's, it's a terrible club to belong to, as I always say, but you know, we're in it. it, it and it's not a small club, actually, which is why I'm committed to doing this work. Um, but so, yeah, thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. And um, yeah, the next couple of days, I'm going to talk about Mother's Day. Um, the other piece I would add in here is, you know, I have been very blessed to have my own mom still in my life. And although she actually 
has had some health challenges since I wrote this in 2015. She is in my life and just the brightest light that I have. And I'm grateful for her. And I know that many of my friends, many people that I know have lost their moms. Um, so I do consider myself very blessed in that way, even though I can't share with my own daughter, or my own son, the love as a mother that I've received as a daughter. Um, but at least I can share it with my mom. And even when my mom is gone, we'll still share it. So happy Mother's Day. I'm looking forward to having a great weekend. And I hope that this has brought uh, a little bit of just gentle support, care. Um, I always encourage uh, any kind of rituals that you might have as the weekend and as, as the day approach. Um, and even if you're, you know, supporting your own mom and you're celebrating Mother's Day, but you have this kind of broken peace inside you, honor it. It's okay to do both. We can hold our moms in great light and also honor the light that flickered out inside of us. And there's nothing wrong with holding those two things um, in the same space. So if you've lost your mom and you're coming into this Mother's Day weekend, maybe there's a way for you to honor her um, through a short meditation or taking a walk or, you know, writing some kind of a, a writing, you know, just a paragraph or two or even a letter. Um, it's okay to still connect with them even though their bodies are gone. So I encourage everyone, as always, sending love and let's enjoy and also be grateful for whatever this Mother's Day weekend will turn out to look like for us. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And since it is Cinco de Mayo, there is nothing wrong with starting the weekend with a lovely ice-cold margarita. If that's you tonight, cheers, enjoy, and as always, thank you so much for listening.